Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rest and Bitch Face, the podcast. I am your host, Melinda, and back from the dead, we have... <laughs> I am Julie, and thank God I didn't die. I am okay, but emotionally, I'm not okay. I'm just not. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about it for a minute. Um, so last week, so I'm actually one week out now. Um, I'm one week post-op. I had the gastric sleeve surgery, weight loss surgery, And, um, physically I'm good. I am recovering really well. I just kind of, I have four incision sites across my stomach and they look really good. So that's all good. Um, emotionally I am fucked up. (laughs) Well, Linda, there is a reason that they don't really want to give this surgery to food addicts. Um, Honestly, I lied about when I had to do my psych eval, I knew that if I told them like I had a binge eating disorder and like a food addiction that they would give me a big flat, a big fat no stamp on my paperwork. So I lied and just said, no, I just been, you know, trying everything all these years and I just can't quite lose the weight and um, whatever. I lied. And now I really understand why. They don't really want to give you (laughs) this surgery. Um, Emotionally, mentally, it's really fucking hard. I'm on, um, starting today is the third week of liquid-only diet. Fun. And it's really hard because I'm just like, I miss all of my comfort foods. I miss pad thai. I miss... Cheetos. Like, I literally thought about buying a bag of Cheetos and just, like, sucking the hot Cheeto-ness off until it, like, dissolves in my mouth. It's just not... I'm not doing great. So... I was trying really hard today to give you, like, a good pep talk and, like, trying to, like, flip everything you were saying. I'm like, no, no, this is going to be great. You've got this. You did give me a really great pep talk. I've been really appreciative that I can just, like vent to you, complain to you, whatever. Um, I'm, it it comes and goes. I'll I'll have these moments of like intense emotional breakdown where I'm just crying. Like I'm crying because I just want, I'm feeling emotional and I'm feeling all the bad feelings that I usually eat and I can't Mm -hmm. eat the feelings anymore. So it's like psychological boot camp. Oh, yeah. It's, because by it's, the time you're done with the liquid diet and then, like, the purees, mm-hmm. like, I think you're going to come out of it better because you're going to come out and have, like, really had to spend some time and marinate in, like, the whys of your binge eating, which I, I say that as I am also a, a binge eater. So, uh, and I'm really trying to, like, conquer that, too. Um, unfortunately, I end up going back into, like, anorexic phases. Uh, but I think... Like, you're on the verge here. Because remember, yeah. ba- if you remember back to last week or two weeks ago, uh, when you were like, it's day five and I feel like I've 
I've never felt before and I'm stoked. And I was like, yeah. Okay, girl. And then <laughs> weeks in and it's like. You're like, I can only drink so many protein shakes. <laughs> well, and then also knowing that you can, it, you can't go back. It's done. And um, that's like it. I mean, I, I would never in a million years want to stretch my stomach back out because you can do that. If you little yeah. by little stretch your stomach out. And I'm just like, no, I did not go through six months of classes and meetings and blood tests and all and money that I had to pay just to kind of like self-sabotage in the end so but it's like if anybody does not understand food addiction it is legit fucking addiction I mean just like if you were having you know if you had withdrawals from um you know pills or like any kind of drugs or alcohol it is fucking intense you just have these emotional overloaded feelings where yeah i've i've cried several times in the past week so <laughs> but no, i know I that i just you. have to keep doing the right thing and keep moving forward and i'm sure that you know at the end of the day i am happy i did it and i will be very happy i've lost 17 pounds in the Girl, last two weeks look at you so i mean it's it's working already it's exciting to think about the future i just have to like stay on track i'm gonna like be your like long distance like coach hey i'm gonna message you like every 45 minutes and be like put it down put it down (laughs) (laughs) put it down (laughs) oh my god i did i did strain some egg drop soup earlier which was just even just the broth was so good and I've been loving hibachi soup, mm, um, yeah. just strained like with the just miso. the broth. Yes. So Is that good. too much sodium, though? Probably, but I'm not eating anything, really. I'm just doing protein shakes and broth, so... Yeah, just be careful with those water. broths. Um, there's some really good like copycat recipes on Pinterest that are pretty easy, because, I mean, it's broth. Um, yeah, I need to... To make it yourself, because, like, Austin really likes those, too, and uh, he has high blood pressure, so... Yeah. We've had to, like, you know, learn some alternative ways to make stuff. Yeah. Um, and speaking and that of way that, you can control I've... your sodium. Uh, yeah. And, like, speaking of learning different ways to do stuff, like, I've bought a couple new cookbooks. Like, I'm actually kind of excited about learning healthier ways or alternative ways. Because after, when I get back onto regular food, I'm going to be doing keto. Yeah. So, it's Oh, I was just looking at a good keto meal plan while we were talking. Oh. Cool. I, yeah, I'm excited to learn, like, alternative ways to make things that I like, so. And I will go on that journey with you. I will commit to it with you. Yeah, How about that? We'll do awesome. it together. That would be great. Um, I just, like, can't even wait to have, like, pureed baby food shit or something. If you make know. your own purees, it's really good, actually. Um, I really want mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, you can eat mashed potatoes and be done with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would be so happy. I fucking love mashed potatoes. I want to talk about something. If you're done, I don't want to mm. step on you. Yeah, no, no, let's go. I want to. I want to revisit something that we talked about on our last bitch fit. Um, oh, okay. That I I read earlier today, and I was like, I can't wait to talk about this. Oh, good. I'm excited. So, let me just read you this BuzzFeed article title. <laughs> you can have a sleepover at the last blockbuster on Earth for four dollars. <gasps> shut your fucking mouth. You shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> They posted it today at like 1.36 p.m. And I was like, 
I have oh to tell Julie. God. And I had to sit on that. Do you know how hard that is for me? Oh, that's difficult. Yeah. I had to sit on that. So, yeah, Airbnb will let you rent it out and you can have a sleepover in it. Uh, oh, my God. For $4. It's got a sofa bed and an air mattress. Um, $4? How is that even possible? I don't, I don't even know. And they have, like, an entire living room set up in the middle of the store. Um, so on the listing, it says, whether you want to stay up till sunrise or pass out on the couch, we've created the perfect space, complete with a pull-out couch, bean bags, and pillows for you to cozy up with new releases from the 90s. Oh my god. Crack open two liter of Pepsi and lock into a video game, charting your future in a game of MASH, or watch movie after movie. Beware of reciting Bloody Mary in the staff bathroom off of the break room, as you may just summon the ghost rumor to haunt the store. Help yourself to some nerds, raisinets, and popcorn. Heavy on the butter, of course. But make sure you save room for a couple slices of pizza. Let loose, blast the boombox, and wear your 90s denim. I mean, that's got to be, like, booked for the next five years. Well, they're only letting three quarantine pods of four people do it. Um, it's Aww. And it's going to be in September. But I was like, oh, my God, Julie. <laughs> I but also today, so Blockbuster tweeted for the first time in, like, six years. That's amazing. And they also, just said, just checking in. As you're talking... <laughs> As you're talking about that, I'm seeing that there was a documentary made about the last blockbuster. Oh, shut up. Really? Um, yeah. And it was released earlier this summer. And so... What even is summer anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. Um, I really want to watch... Maybe we should recap this, but I really want to watch it. Um, I will put... I'm going to make a note for myself so that I can put a link to the trailer... On our, probably like a, um, I don't we can't put a link on Instagram, but on our Facebook page. We'll put it in our bio. Yeah. Oh, and also we've noticed that a lot of people are liking the Facebook page, which is awesome, amazing. It's so exciting to see that. But make sure, we're going to do a pinned post at the top of that page to direct you to our private Facebook group, which is really where we're going to be more active uh, the Facebook page, I just wanted to reserve it so nobody else could get it. Um, but other than that, yeah, check that out. It's so, isn't it fun to see new followers on Instagram and people liking the page? It's so cool. I know. It makes me so excited every time somebody <laughs> likes the page. I'm like, ah! We're, like, at the point where it's not just people that know us and feel obligated because we sent them... <laughs> <laughs> begged them Links to it it's like <laughs> real people out in the wild who like what we do it's awesome it's um, very exciting you know in other current news in case you guys didn't know um katie perry is <clears throat> in a relationship with orlando bloom <laughs> welcome to <Yeah>. 2020 <laughs> <laughs> i saw somebody in one of my facebook groups um that I'm in posted a like a screenshot from Orlando Bloom's Instagram page where Katy Perry's like super duper pregnant. I didn't even know who it was. I had to go into the well, obviously she because she's wearing a mask. I had to go into the comments and scroll through, and someone said Katy Perry, and I was like, "What? I didn't even know these bitches were together." Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom apparently, but they've been together long enough to make a baby. I don't You've know. been together for years, Julie. I want to know how many years. I'm actually looking it up right now. So um, they <laughs> were first spotted together in January of 2016. 
Oh, you shut up. I know they, um, I know they broke up for a bit. Okay. But then when they got back together, they were basically, like, engaged. I still didn't even realize that. And you know what? I don't really like Katy Perry anymore. I did. I loved her when this, when that, um, God, I think it was, like, a documentary. I think it was called, like, Part of Me or something. Yes. Um, I saw that in the movie theater the same day. I saw, oh my gosh, um, what's so it called? Good. Uh, the one with the strippers. Magic Mike. On the same day? <laughs> yeah, me and my best friend Tiffany, um, she had dislocated her knee and it was raining oh and we were bored. So we went to back-to-back movies. Nice. All and we right. definitely only paid for one of them. Hashtag it happens. felon. You feel like a... Did you feel like a teenager again? Yes, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) It was really fun. I also had to give her a bath that day, though, so that was fun. Aw, you're a good friend. I know. Um, That's that's the problem. We could talk about that for many hours. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually... So I'm... I loved her in that documentary... I cried like a fucking baby when Russell Brand like, fucking dumped her via broke text. Up, dumped her via text minutes before she's supposed to go on stage. I will never forgive you for that, Russell Brand. No, that was rude. I will never that, like, frankly, you. is quite rude. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? Like, could you at least like do it on an off day? <laughs> I mean, how awful! I don't know how awful. she pulled it together to go out there and perform. And then she but cried, I cried singing that song, and I cried with her, and it made me so sad. Oh, yeah, oh. it was awful. I, I cried. Uh, yeah, I'll never forget it. Fuck you, Russell Brand. Fuck Where are you, you now? Russell Brand. You ain't pregnant by Orlando Bloom, that's for sure. She has a, like, crazy emerald engagement ring. Oh, you know what? I think I've probably seen that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so there's that. And then also another newsflash. Um, Ellen is a bitch. And that's something that Melinda didn't know. I didn't know that until recently <laughs> when think I had heard rumblings like a couple of months ago on Blind Gossip because Jody over at uh, Reality TV got me obsessed with Blind Gossip. Um, I don't like Blind, blind, blind Gossip because I can never guess it. Oh, it's so fun. I can never guess Sometimes, it. Sometimes, like, when I can't sleep, people. I'll go on these, like, deep dives. And it's super duper fun. Um, well, you should everybody post say hi to on my our friend Instagram Jen. or something. She hi, just Jay. brought me a beer. <laughs> hey, good friend. I know. I text her, like, all surreptitiously. I was like, can you sneak me in a beer? <laughs> sneak, sneak me a beer. And by beer, I mean a Bud Light seltzer. 100 calories. Sponsor me. Hmm. Yeah, let's stop doing that <laughs> what we give too many shout outs for free i said sponsor me well yeah of course <laughs> yeah, Anywho, if you, yeah if you so ellen we like it we'll just shout you out for free fuck <sighs> who needs ad revenue all right <laughs> um yeah so i it's actually funny because um uh, it's funny because Ellen, I, I've heard nothing good about her for like the past 10 years. How? How have you I'm heard actually, all these things and actually, I didn't? I'm shocked that you didn't know. I know everything. I know. I'm shocked that you didn't know. I know that like earlier this year or late last year, um, the, 
all that like t- the Twitter thing was going around where people were commenting thread, about their yeah. experiences with her. But she's had a notoriously nasty reputation for years. I actually remember, hey, me, while we're giving out free shout outs, I remember <laughs> hearing a lot of stories. Um, I used to listen to the For Crying Out Loud podcast all the time, which is um, it is Adam Carolla's wife, Lynette, and it is uh, Stephanie Wilder Taylor. Um, oh, I've heard that one. Okay, yeah. So Stephanie worked as a writer or something on Ellen's show and said, I don't, I don't know if it was her show, but she used to be a writer on some different shows. And she's been talking forever about what a fucking bitch Ellen is. And the thing is, she is, it's not particularly that she's awful to everyone, but to people that work for her. She is fucking awful. Awful. Yeah. I remember there was one time. Several people for years. I've never heard anything good about her. Yeah. I remember one time uh, she like set up a prank on her audience and then like uh, where they were like, she put out a table of free merch and said like everybody just take one and put hidden cameras to see if somebody took two. And then she just like made her sit in a special seat and like humiliated her humiliated her for an hour and that made me really like uncomfortable but uh i had no idea and then like it i honestly like felt a little bit brokenhearted and deceived because i always really admired ellen (laughs) and so then i just felt stupid uh that i missed it but uh you know it is what it is so you know i i haven't watched Ellen's show. I used to love her and I used to love watching her show, but ever since I started hearing the bad stories about her, I haven't watched her in years. I can't because I can't with good conscience like watch her show knowing she's horrible to the people that work for her. Sure. Yeah, and no, that, I, I, I won't. I mean, I look, I don't watch it every day. I'm not 90. Um, oh, I used to love her show. I used to watch I mean, it all yeah, the time. but you know, that's usually like when I'm starting to cook dinner and stuff because I have small people. Yeah. But yeah, but it made she, me really sad. That photo's going around of her, like, eyes are all red and she's crying and whatever. And I'm like, I do not fucking feel sorry for you. Because if you've been treating people so nastily for so many years and not, you know, yelling at them and not letting them look at you, like, then I don't fucking feel sorry for you. You have enough money to retire for the rest of your life, your wife's life, your whole family's life. Like, just go away. Yeah. I don't know. Just Portia finally released a statement today and was like, yeah, she's oh, really? not canceling her show. Yeah, I actually just got an alert about it a minute ago. Oh. Um, but it just, it's such a bummer, dude. Because she does, yeah. like, in theory, so much good to then just be, like, such a piece of shit. Yeah, that does suck. Because it's like, what's the greater good? But if the people that are working with her, terrified of her, they're getting screamed at and abused and like, I don't know. It's just awful. It's awful. Um, and by the way, um, the reason I don't listen to, uh, for crying out loud anymore is because I got kicked out and banned from their Facebook group. Stephanie Wilder Taylor herself booted my ass so fast. I don't even remember why. I think it was, um, well, she has a trans son, uh. um, and so, like, talking about it often, often, and there was a conversation in a thread about um, early admin of hormones and stuff, mm-hmm. and I probably said something that she didn't agree with, and but I tried to be, like, 
nice about it. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but um, we won't get into all that. That's controversial. But she immediately fucking booted me and blocked me. <laughs> I can't even see the fucking group. I can't even see it. And the crazy thing is, like, I, like, it's so insane to me. It's such a power trip. It's like, you're only allowed in my group if you agree with everything that I think. And yeah. if you don't, you can get the fuck out and never look at us again. Like, and I used to be a yeah. Patreon sub- supporter of theirs for years. Like, one of their first, probably. Aw, that's I was a bummer. Just like, all right, well then, I'm not going to listen to your podcasts anymore. <laughs> Flounce, I'll flounce, show flounce. you. I'm, I'm unsubscribing <clears throat> from your Patreon. You're really gonna miss those five dollars. <laughs> oh we won't do that to you in our group, though. If you're just if you're just having a friendly discussion and you disagree with someone respectfully, that's cool. We as long as you don't say something like same. super racist or like. Yeah, if you're just extremely problematic with someone, then that's fine. Like everyone has the right to their opinion. Um, but you know what? Even if it's wrong. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Even if your opinion is wrong. I, I like to say you have the right to your wrong opinion. And yeah. um, you know what? If that was a couple years ago, and I bet she's really wishing that she had that sweet, sweet $240 about now. Uh, right meow. My favorite quote <laughs> is a... Uh... Opinions are immunity to being told you're wrong. Paper, rock, and scissors have their pros and cons. That sounds like something you would hear on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Have Shut you up. It's a Reliant K. Mouse no, Clubhouse? it's a Reliant K song. Oh, my God. Opinions are Christian immunity band? to being told you're wrong. Yeah. It's so funny. There's some But they write really funny no songs, too. Well, there's some bands that you, like, have no idea are, like, Christian bands. Yeah. Um, They're, like, in the middle. Because some of their songs are super Christian, and then some of them are about, like, um, Back to the Future. So I was making fun of Ryan so bad, because I don't remember what we were listening to, but um, he was playing something, and I'm listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, are they Christian? And he's like, no. So I look it up, and of course they're Christian. Then he changes the song, and then I'm listening to this. And it's all, like, this hard rock, like, oh, yeah. loud music. And then I'm, like, listening to the lyrics of that one, and I was like, this is fucking Christian. This is about God. <laughs> like, he's an atheist, so it's like... Austin did not know that that so song, bad. Flood, was a Christian song. I don't know. They use it... Oh, also. you do. They, like, use it on, like, movie soundtracks all the time. Oh. Uh, and I was like, you know, that's a Christian song, right? He was like, no, it's not. I'm like, it's literally about Noah. <laughs> the name Does of it, it is Flood. <laughs> Does it make you feel uncomfortable when you realize the song is Christian? Do they? Because no, I caught my, I, I catch myself turning it off. Like I'm not like anti-Christian because I grew up super Christian, and I don't know that I do or do not believe in God. Like I'm like in that weird stage of my life where I grew up overchurched. Me too, um, yeah. And then, you know, like, I, my I, my dad was taken from me way too soon, and so I'm just, like, is still angry at God, I think, a little bit. Yeah, like, why would God let that happen? Um, yeah. Especially because my beloved grandmother, who helped raise me, died five weeks before my dad. God, so, that's such bullshit. Like, last year was the worst year of my life. Um, <laughs> and it's still happening. 
Uh, Julie and I have been like taking turns <laughs> being complete hot messes. She was you asking what? me what was wrong because I was like, I just really want to kind of like, you know, off myself. And she was like, why? And I was like, I don't even have the energy to explain it. Like, like I just that's cool. I get it. I like completely. Yes. And that's the sign of a true friend who also gets depression. Because I said that to a couple people and they're like, I get it. Yeah, like I couldn't yeah, even tell you. Some like, people will like really try to pull it out of you, no. and they don't realize that when you say, "I don't want to talk about it," you actually mean it. You're not fishing for like, "Oh, come on, tell and me it's, what's wrong." It's not even that I don't want to talk about it. It's like I physically do you not can't. have the energy to like form the thoughts that need to come out of my head. Yeah, and I couldn't even tell you. Like I literally had, I think, like a probably the biggest nervous breakdown I've ever had in my life. Like, literally from Saturday to Saturday, I felt like I had no personality. I felt like like a complete failure. I couldn't couldn't focus on anything. Like, I was talking slower. I I was like, all I could think about trigger warning was killing myself. And, you know, like, I I even started thinking about self-harm, which I haven't thought about in at least 15 years. And I didn't well, do anything. I just anything, want you to know that like, if you whew. do anything stupid like that, um, when I die, I'm going to like haunt, haunt me. you. <laughs> so I suggest that you. No, I mean, like I have enough. I have enough like common sense, especially I've because never... I've had several like close friends of mine uh, commit suicide, and I oh, watched God, it like yeah. destroy their entire family and friends. Um, the first yeah. one was when I was literally like. 15 and both of her parents were dead within 10 years even the family dog was dead within 10 years it it was just like horrifying people it destroys their lives yeah oh yeah and uh, you know what i've been in um i've been in major disagreements with people about um suicide i think that someone Every time I say someone posted in a Facebook group, I'm like, wow, I have no life outside of my Facebook group. I know. My my other best friend was like, you need to take a social media break. And I was like, but what am I going to do when I'm bored? <laughs> Clean your house, right. Melinda. <laughs> well, someone um, posted, and I've never felt, I've never felt depressed to the point of like self-harm or suicidal ideation because, um, well, I think that a lot of that is because I've had a baby since I was 19 and mm. I just have it in my head that it's like I am all she has Yeah. so there's no other option th- other than getting through this and getting through this day and being here so um, but I know that it like your brain doesn't always function that way and I remember having a conversation with someone in a Facebook group where they posted that like the person down the street or their neighbor um, hung themselves in their home and for their, like, their children found them and, like, how awful that was. And there were a lot of people saying, like, I understand why people feel this way. And, um, you know, it's was selfish for the family to want them to stay around when they're so hurt and broken. And I'm like, no. It is selfish for the person to take their life because you're taking the easy way out. You're like, you know what? This fucking sucks and I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm out of here. And you leave your life in ruins. You ripple 
it's a ripple effect to yeah. everyone that's met you, known you, been an acquaintance to you. To, to kill yourself in a way that your children will find you, they will be fucked up for the rest of their lives over that. And now they are missing a parent who chose to leave them. And I think that has to be like the hardest part for a child to be like, why wasn't I good enough for my parent to stick around? Or why did they choose to leave me alone? Yeah, that's and that's they have that's to deal with forever. That's something I I think about quite often, and in an attempt to like kind of pull me out of the yeah. the slump that I'm in. Um, I I have some friends that have experienced that, and it's it's I just devastating. Um, I can't imagine, especially with kids this young. I mean, some of my friends were like adults, which is just as bad. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, awful. I mean, it's. I, can't I didn't it. mean to like make this like a pity party. It's just. No, it's not. But I just. I think it's important to talk about because like, people feel this way, and. Well, and uh, yeah, I, did, I mean, I put a post on my Facebook page that got a lot of response, like more than I thought it would. Uh, and I just posted like a picture where I actually like had my makeup on and I. I had oh, my, that was such a good post. Uh, I had my like I was dressed nicely and I had gone out with a friend. And I was just saying, like, this is what functional major depressive disorder looks like. Like, I look cute on the outside. I'm posing. I'm smiling. But, like, on the inside, all I'm thinking about is how much I don't want to be here on this planet and all the things that I've done wrong. And I'm having a panic Mm -hmm. attack. And, like, you know, like, I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I don't really have the option to just like sit and wallow like I have to keep going I have two little people yep. that don't understand if mommy's like broken you know yeah. um yeah they'll come in if I if I take a nap or something and they're like mommy what's wrong mommy get up mommy you know like are you okay and I'm like I don't want them to see me like that so I try really hard to just put it on the back burner and deal with it later which is how I end up staying up until three or four o'clock in the morning and then my husband's irritated with me and then I'm tired the next day which exacerbates depression and it's just like this vicious cycle of Mm -hmm. crap um and I try really hard not to cry in front of my kids because it like stresses them out um yeah I understand that I I mean like sometimes if it's like an appropriate time to cry like it's okay but like if I'm just crying because I'm having like an emotional breakdown like I don't want to I don't want to show them that like they don't they don't need to see that it's it's okay to show them that because that's real human emotion and but I also don't want them to end up like me (laughs) no but you're not you crying in front of them is not gonna change their chemistry in their brain and make them depressed. I don't know. It just, it breaks my heart even more because my, my older daughter, Charlotte, would be like, put her hand on my face and be like, mommy, what's wrong? And then she starts to cry and then like, I feel Aww. like an asshole. So I just no, try No, to- you shouldn't. You just tell them, you know what? Sometimes being a grown up is really hard. Yeah. And I'm just kind of having a sad moment and it's okay. Do you want to... Maybe if we cuddle or, you know, watch one of our favorite shows together, then it will cheer me up. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Cause and I do. I do that sometimes. I, you're right. You, you make a very good point. That's the reality of life. We don't want our kids to grow up and feel like they shouldn't be feeling human emotions because life is fucking hard. 
Good and it's nice. it's okay to be honest with your kids. Like, I know your kids are really young, but it's okay to just be like, man, I'm just having a really tough day or I just feel sad and I just because and it's sometimes grown-ups or even kids feel sad like and that's okay you know you don't want to do it to obviously to the point where you're just like having a full-on like breakdown and yeah but I, you're not doing that so I mean definitely give yourself some grace because life is really fucking hard and you have two kids at a really young age like two toddlers at the same time <laughs> yeah. i can not imagine it's, i can't imagine it's, it's like some days it's really great and they play really nicely and then there are days where i'm like would anybody like a toddler <laughs> anybody <laughs> at all <laughs> like i don't care just take them just take them like Charlotte's just at that that three-nager age where like everything is a hill worth dying on and she's constantly you know, pushing me and pushing back when I tell her to do something and then everything is fine. Oh, that's exactly where I am, but my kid's 12. (laughs) And I just, I'm like, girl, you need to chiggity check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) Uh, I I did say that to her the other day. She's like, what? She's like, "Uh, mommy, you're weird. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Vanessa texted me today and informed me that there's 80 days until her 13th birthday. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, and I, I was uh, telling you earlier that I just, I got in my SUV earlier and I felt sad because I'm like, I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee and I'm like, I have all this space and it's just me now. Like, because Vanessa's rarely ever in the car with me because um, mm. she can walk to school and everything and... Um, I cried for time. you, just so you know. Aww. I didn't tell you that, but I cried when you told me that. Aww. I was like, it's like no! Most, <laughs> it's like most of the time um, when I ask if she wants to go somewhere, she doesn't want to go, so she stays home. And it's like, I I feel like just yesterday I was com- complaining about all the mess she would make back there and all of her crap everywhere. And now I'm like, I wish her crap was there, and I wish she was in the back seat, and I wish... And, You're going to make me cry like, all over again. I'm like, God, she's going to be 13. She doesn't want to go anywhere with me. She doesn't even come say goodnight to me anymore. She just falls asleep in her bed. And I'm like... That's really, really sad. sad. Jinx. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I just... I really hope that at this age I'd have, you know, a car... Three kids in my car, and... You know, camping gear and dogs and Ryan and and chaos and laughter and kids beating each other up and telling on each other. And, like, yeah. I, I just, I, I kind of thought that that's where I was going to be. And um, it's just not, doesn't hasn't happened that way. Well, you know, I, th- I truly believe that everything happens for a reason and in the way it's supposed to, even if it's not for us to understand. Um your your time is coming. Yeah. I don't know. I might not be able to have more kids because of my IUD. I know. So. I know. Warning about IUDs, people. If you're considering an IUD, reconsider because mine is stuck. Stop. You're making me freak out about it. Do you have one? Yeah. Well, you, you're fine. You get it checked, like, every time you do your... Uh, Girl, your, I haven't, I haven't gone thing? to the... Well, see, my doctor took a year hiatus, so I haven't been back. Oh. Um, she put it in, I know, I know, it's been, 
Shit, I guess it's been coming up on two years, so I should probably go get it checked. Especially yeah, since I my mean, psychic told me I was going to have another if you baby. Have an, <laughs> if you have an IUD, I want, and it, even if you don't have an IUD, everyone should be going and getting their yearly. Now, uh, last time I went, they it was like, oh, three or five years at my age for a pap smear. I'm like, what? I'm not going to wait. Yeah, they kept telling me that too. Years? And I was like, girl, every time I come, I have precancerous cells. You think I'm going to wait another year? I know. But I then, too, like, I, I finally found a doctor that I loved, and she took a year hiatus. And so I just, well, I, and then COVID happened. That was the bottom line to it. I was going to make one at, like, the first of the year, and then we were, like, changing insurances because Austin's company got bought out, and then mm-hmm. um, COVID. And so I just, like, put everything yeah. off. Like, the girls were supposed to go to the dentist back in December. They still haven't been. Um, yeah, I mean. But I did, I, I... speaking of the dentist... Uh, I did make a deal with Austin that I would go and get the ball rolling to get my teeth replaced by the end <gasps> of the year. Awesome. Yeah, because if I can do it, hopefully, if I can get it in this year, like, and they'll take my medical insurance in addition to my dental, um, mm-hmm. our deductible is met, and we're almost at our out of pocket because oh Lorelei. yeah, you have to do it then. You have to. So you guys take care of yourselves. Do I'm just stuff that yeah. I've like told you about my like dental fears. Feel good. Awful. Well, then I'm sure that they will put you under. You can find yeah. It can they put me under really like sensitive. in the parking lot before I even go in for my like consultation? Because <laughs> that'd be great. I start having a panic attack on the way there, and by the time I'm in oh, the no. the parking lot, I'm crying. Oh, that's so sad. Like I have to take a well, Valium you know and have a driver, but. My best friend, Jen, who lives next door, said she'd go with me and hold my hand. Oh, good. Good. And I, like, I kind of felt, you know, really worried before my surgery, too. But then you have to just remind yourself, like, the long game, the Mm -hmm. end game. Yeah, I Um, really have to do some, like, breathing exercises just to get mm -hmm. through it. But I know it'll be better once I'm done. Um, I just hope that I find a dentist that is going to be kind to me. Um, and not judge There's me for of... my bad teeth. Well, cause I've just had so many oh, dentists be like, judge oh, you? girl, I've had horrible, horrible luck it's with not dentists. It's I've had dentists tell me, like, when I was, like, 16, they told me that they had seen better teeth in a meth head. Oh, my God. I'm like, fucked up. my teeth have are you, so do bad. You guys, do you have, like, a large community Facebook group for yeah. your town? Yeah. I would go there and I would just say, you know, please recommend a gentle uh dentist who is um really sensitive to or careful or who's really kind and patient with people with with dental dental anxiety yeah yeah exactly i would go there and then i would take those recommendations that's like my first place to go i i actually thought about that too and i think somebody else has like probably made that i'll have to go back and search the post austin um had to have a tooth pulled recently and he actually really liked the dentist that he went to and so he said that if i hadn't made the appointment by September, like the beginning of September, when he goes back, he would make the appointment for me, which was nice. That's something okay. that he doesn't normally do. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and and fortunately, there are dentists who really can be patient and understanding. Yeah, with, with... I have a periodontist who is incredible, but she doesn't do any of the other stuff. So yeah, I'm excited for you. Oh, thank you. You got skinny, and I'll get teeth. I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> together we will make the perfect woman. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
Yeah, you know what? I think this was a great bitch fit. Do you have anything else to say? No, I was thinking this would be a good place to wrap it up. I actually really enjoyed this one. It wasn't like... We had nothing planned for this bitch fit. We weren't even going to do it. And I was like, do you want to just do a bitch fit? Because she was bitching about... Katy Perry and Ellen. I was all shocked. And that, but like it actually like really, I think it. it, This was really fun, and it was. I think this is the best way to do bitch fits. Just talk, like, because there's so many times where we're on the phone or something. We're like, okay, just stop. We need to record this. (laughs) So we actually did it this time. So I hope you go us. Um, Yay, guys! You can find us on Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod. And you can find us, our Facebook group is Resting Bitch Pod. Or if you ask Julie, it's facebook.com slash RBF pod. <laughs> you made me feel 80 because you're like, I've never typed in re- facebook.com slash a day in my life. I'm like, oh, I thought that's how everybody did it. Uh, either way, <laughs> please join our Facebook group. Go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. And please write something, even if you just write rbf rocks uh that helps us get out there and reach more people and then we can be more awesome and bring you more content because we do in this for free yeah come on bitches we want to quit our jobs yeah um quit my job (laughs) i mean i don't have a job although it was really nice i when i spent an hour and a half waiting for lorelei's neurologist the other day and she asked me, she was like, so you're still working outside the home, right? And I was like, no. And she goes, you're a stay-at-home mom, right? She's, I said, yeah. She goes, that's working outside the home. That's the hardest job there is. And I was like, thank you. Somebody validated yeah, that's me. that's not outside. Shh. <laughs> There's a lot of outside with my child it's working, and her therapy. It's not outside the room. <laughs> girl, my, ter- my child goes to therapy oh, like every girl, other day. Girl, I'm not going to argue with you. You work your ass off. You you do more than I do. I have a full-time job, but my kid, like, doesn't really want anything to do with me, so... I do. Uh, Anyway. uh, Leave us a five-star review to make us feel better. And remember that resting bitch face keeps you pretty. Smile later. Bye. Bye.